Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Pulse Podcast. I'm Ethan Purnell, and here with me is Jack Harjo. Hi there. Back again with another episode for you guys. Today, we have counselors at Broken Arrow High School, Miss Forte and Miss Green. You guys, go ahead and say hi. Hello, how are you? Hi. So, today, we are going to be getting to know our counselors, but we are also going to be discussing different mental health topics at Broken Arrow High School. So we're going to start off by asking some introductory questions about just who these counselors are. So let's start with Miss Green. Okay. What is your favorite part of being an educator at Broken Arrow? Well, I, the proper answer is the students, obviously, because that's what we're here for. That's why we do what we do um, to hopefully produce productive members of society and um, we just happen to work with the best so um, my favorite part is absolutely my kids I work with that's awesome I I, I feel so special <laughs> by you saying that I think me both me and Jack can agree and Miss Forte what is your favorite part of being an educator Wow great question I want to ditto Miss Green but um, I would say definitely the young people I love young people. I love um, working with people. I have five young adults in my home, um, five wow. children. I also raise my niece, which makes six. And I love just um, being around the life and uh, vitality that mm-hmm. young people offer. And it's just amazing. So I, I'm, I love the young people. That's an amazing response. I also, again, feel special. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. <laughs> like I'm part of the Avengers or something, you know. Like, yeah, young people. Except, okay. <laughs> And so, Miss Green, how long have you been at Broken Arrow? So this is my seventh year, my third year as a counselor. I started with my current seniors as sophomores, so I've grown along with them. Before that, I was a math teacher, and I actually was Jack's math teacher in middle school. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a little weird seeing him as a, a man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, but this will be my se- this is my seventh year. That's awesome. That's amazing. My goodness. That's that's just incredible. I wish I hope for that type of career um when all is said and done. <laughs> when you do what you love, you never work a day. Period. We love that. Yes. Well, well you miss Forte. How long have you been in Broken Arrow? Well, great question. And this is my third year at Broken Arrow High School as a counselor. Really? I absolutely love it. That's amazing. So, um, what's one thing that you want students to know about you, Miss Green? Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> I want students to know that I genuinely care about them. I genuinely care about their well-being, who they are, what they're doing, what they are going to do in the future. Um, you know, I am sometimes deal with uh, things using sarcasm sometimes, <laughs> not very often, except all the time. Um, I can second that. Yes. <laughs> For, yes. It's, it's, it's just my coping mechanism. Um, but regardless of anything I ever say, my, my, my heart is, is pure when it comes to my students and, and my care and concern is, is real. That's awesome. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, well, you do it. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, I was trying yeah. to. <laughs> What's one thing you want the students to know about you, Ms. Forte? Wow, another great question. Um, I would say that um, a lot of times when you're thinking about a counselor, you feel like, well, they're doing this and they have to do it. Um, 
but I would agree again with Ms. Um, Green. As a counselor, I want every young person to know I do this because I want to do it. I do it because I have, like I said, five young adults in my home, and I feel like they have so much to offer. I love helping young people. I feel like we're going to break out into Whitney Houston here in a minute. Grace love them all. <laughs> I believe the children are our future. Wow, I've got a great singing voice. Yeah, no, this is going to be a very therapeutic session. Oh, absolutely. People of Broken Arrow. Um. Oh, wow. <laughs> so what are some ways that the students of Broken Arrow High School can maintain their mental health during distance learning? It's a very, you know, crucial time in students' lives, and they're not in that same treatment, not being in person. Um, I'm a big proponent of mindfulness. A lot of times we go through our days, particularly young people, go through our days just kind of going through the motions. I get up and then I watch my TV or probably get on my cell phone and get on my social media and check my likes and that kind of stuff. But, <laughs> you know, going through your day and being proactive, having a plan of what that day, what you want that day to look like and um, uh, just thinking thinking about the, the potential consequences of all of your actions and then kind of making your choices based on, you know, the, the consequences. I just, you know, I don't know about y'all, but I have the, the mindfulness app on my watch and it reminds me every morning, hey, be mindful. And, you know, even though sometimes I ignore it, I, I, I do like that little reminder to think before I act and, um, and to actually go about my day um, with a sense of purpose and not just go through the motions. That's great. That's awesome. Well, you, Miss Forte. I was so deep into listening. <laughs> yeah, it's so captivating. Yeah, my like, goodness. Right. I, was like, yes. I know y'all can't see it yes. from right, but I mean, she was just, she had us all in a gaze. Yes. I, we were just shocked. I was like, yes, yes. And I think for mental health for everyone, not just young people, but especially during distance learning, when you're away from people, you're at home, you're by yourself, it's very easy to get into your own personal zone. And I feel like first, I think you need to stay active, active physically, um, and not just lounge one place on your phone, because it's easy to just zone out, get into your own headspace. And I think it's important for you to be active, mentally active, um, physically active, maybe go outside, get some fresh air, walk around, get some movement, um, eat a breakfast and not sit in your room all day without eating. Eat some breakfast, drink some water, get into some movement. I also feel like it's good to communicate. As young people, um, we think a lot, but we think inwardly in our, in our minds. And sometimes we need to verbalize um, and communicate what we're thinking to someone else. Um, as an adult, I always have personal time. I meditate. I have that personal time. Yes, and I think that meditation. we need to get up in the morning and whatever um, faith you are or belong to, do that. Spend time. Meditate. Think. Um, be, like she said, proactive about how you want to start your day. I actually believe how you start your day is how you're going to finish your day. And in order sometimes to get... Um, uh, some goals accomplished and to have a good a mental health, we need to actually take the time, um, meditate or have some good communication with other people and get into some activity. I love the, the duality of what you guys are saying. You're 
your whole thing, Miss Green, was about being um, aware and kind of, you know, being okay with your circumstances and not, you know, succumbing to kind of the weight of what's going on. While yours was a whole lot more about self worth mm-hmm. and um, not neglecting yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I think I love both of those messages. I think they're spectacular. I'm a big proponent of um, believing that, you know, we choose. Um, we choose how we feel. Well, we're not always in control of what happens to us, but we do get to choose how we deal with that. And so, you know, when you when you take control over your emotions, you know, nobody nobody can make you feel sad. You choose to feel sad over a situation. Um, nobody can necessarily make you happy. If you give somebody that much control over your life, then, you know, that that uh, that's... That's scary to think that somebody can have that control over your life. So if you just constantly have the mindset of, you know, I get to choose how I feel today. I get to choose mm-hmm. how I deal with whatever circumstance the world brings. Then um, I think that just can, you know, it kind of helps helps get through some of those days that aren't so wonderful. I think that is a really great message for our generation to hear about um, other people can't control your emotions and how you react to certain situations. Absolutely. And that's, that's, I think that's beautiful. Yeah, totally. So um, let's start again with Miss um, Forte over here. What message do you feel teens our age should hear the most pertaining to mental health? Another great question. And I feel the message that young people need to hear the most is that they're not alone. It's very easy to feel you're in this um, world by yourself. You're the only one that feel that way. You're the only way to person that think this way. And if you would verbalize and speak out what you're feeling, you will be shocked to find out that there is a plethora of young people that feel the exact same way. And I feel we need to get the message that you are not alone. You're not thinking this way or feeling this way and you're not isolated. Speak it out to tell someone how you're feeling. Um, because literally we all go through it not just young people adults um elementary age we're all feeling sometimes overwhelmed how many times have i felt fearful overwhelmed rejected these are real emotions that we feel but many times people will isolate themselves during this time because they feel like i'm by myself i'm all alone no one will understand this but i i, I feel the message during this time that we're talking about mental health is that we need to understand young people need to understand you're not alone you don't feel that way by yourself many others are feeling the same way and it's okay it's a legitimate feeling that's that's amazing yeah. that was an excellent response i miss <laughs> green do you have anything to add on top of that? that that was some good stuff um the thing that i might add um would be that you know, I wasn't born an old lady. I actually... <laughs> You're not old. Stop it. Stop the slander right I, now. I know, I know, I know. I, I, I this don't... is a self-worth episode. Wait, <laughs> we can't just, have the slander. There is nothing wrong with being old either. Not everybody is afforded the opportunity to get old. So, I mean, I am wise and experienced. Yeah. I, but I have never lived life as a teenager in the days and times that we live today. Yes. So I 
kind of learn a lot from my students about, you know, the troubles and trials and tribulations that, that students today dealt with that I never dealt with as a teenager. So, um, you know, there's where social media comes in. It can be a blessing and it can be a curse. You know, you, you do have um, access to people all over, the, all over the world who have um, a lot of the same struggles that you have. Mm-hmm. But the, the adolescent brain um, sometimes is unable to really understand that um, anybody else could ever possibly feel the way that you feel. Well... They do, and and even though I haven't been a teenager in the days and times of the interwebs, um, <laughs> I can I can completely you know empathize with um, with the fact that you guys are you guys are growing up in in times that are unprecedented, and you know yes there are other people around the world who feel the way you feel, but they're not you. They don't have the same circumstances that you have. You do have a different. Um, you do have a different worldview than, you know, even your next door neighbor and, and you're going to handle things differently. Um, again, kind of go back to, you get to choose how you deal with that. And if you are not dealing with it very well, well, guess what? There's always somebody to talk to. It can be a friend. It can be a parent. It can be a counselor at your school. It can be a, a counselor. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, they are not sponsored by the way. Um, right. right. <laughs> You will not hear at the end of this podcast. Right. This was sponsored by the counselors. That be this. They are not sponsored. They are here on their own free will. Um, Absolutely, one hundred percent. This is an important topic, and I'm glad that yes. we are discussing it because, um, you know, you you hear about it in in the big uh, picture, but um, this is our little world. Broken Air is a big place, but it's our little world, and so, you know, I want students to understand that. Um, you know, this is this is a big place, but you got lots of access to people who care. And even if we don't know, you know, what to tell you to do, we we know if we don't know exactly what to tell you, we know somebody who can. Mm-hmm. That was an excellent add on. Thank you. Awesome. So the next question I want to ask is we know that you two care about the students' mental health and that you guys genuinely care. But we want to know what are ways that the students can, like, become more enthralled with their emotions and, like, be comfortable to outreach to you, to family, to anyone, to be able to embrace their emotions. I love it. And I feel, I said this earlier, but I cannot stop reiterating it enough. We have to talk about it and normalize I feel counseling. That is an excellent. Oh therapy, my goodness. Yeah, absolutely. Counseling, therapy, coaching, whatever have you. We have to normalize it, talk about it all the time. I feel like if we have crooked teeth, we'll go to the dentist and we'll get our teeth straightened. If an athlete pulls a muscle, or, or tear a muscle, right? They'll mm-hmm. go and actually go to the physical therapist, they go to the doctor, and they get that repaired at some surgery. If we have an ailment or a sickness, high blood pressure, whatever have you, we go to the doctor. Here we are suffering mentally. It's a real issue. It could be a real sickness. It's something that is causing so much pain. 
But because we cannot see it and actually touch it and actually locate it physically, I touched the desk. (laughs) (laughs) We choose not to bring it up or we feel like it's less important and it's not. We have to talk about it all the time, normalize it, that young people feel so comfortable saying, you know what, I'm not feeling my best. I'm going through some things that could be totally traumatic for me. I could not process the death of my loved one, my grandmother, my parent. I'm failing all my classes. I really need to talk to someone. I need to go to a counselor. I need to talk to a therapist. And guess what? It's okay. We all need to talk to a therapist. Listen, if counseling was so available to me when I was younger, I would have gone. I never heard the word counseling. Mm, it was, really? I, I, never. Mm. I am 51. I will be 51 tomorrow. No wow. way. Stop. Will, Pause. Yeah. <laughs> Pause the whole the whole thing. No, yeah. you are not. Yes, I am. I'll be 51 on tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Crazy. And never heard of counseling. Um, it was just not something that was talked about. And so I encourage my kids, you know, I'm a counselor. Um, I'm a coach, a life coach, certified professional coach, and I um, push it. My kids actually accept it. They know it. They love it. They go to counseling. Um, Not because they um, are crazy or something's off, but we had to process through COVID. We had to process through the death of uh, members in our family dying of COVID. It has been a traumatic year for my kids, and they are so open to, you know what, let me get this out. Let me talk. And we need to normalize going to a counselor. We need to normalize going to a therapist. We need to normalize going to a coach that young people can feel like, you know what? (laughs) I'm out of here. I'm going to talk to my counselor. And it's right, good, and fabulous. That's amazing. My goodness. The way you say it is just so powerful. Thank you. It's so empowering. (laughs) And I feel like, you know, people who are listening to this, they will, if they are in that place, hopefully they can feel empowered by how you're relaying that. It's amazing. Thank you. Miss Green? I think we can all agree that uh, Miss Forte, even though we know that she has dealt with some some struggles in her life at some point, because we all do, it did not manifest in her appearance because she oh, has no. not even. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. You look stunning. She, you look you stunning as well. You, you both are stunning. We're Thank all you. stunning. Yeah. <laughs> You're oh. stunning too. Our kids keep us, <laughs> the kids keep us young. That's for <laughs> sure. Like, yes. They have to. So one thing, I mean, particularly here at Broken Arrow High School, one thing I would really like to get out there is, you know, your counselor, whereas yes, we can help you with your schedules. That is so far low down on our priority list. And of course, you being happy in what you're doing on a daily basis and getting what you need in order to finish the race that is high school, um, that's super important. But what is more important is that we are here and we are resources. Um, we don't have all the answers, but you know, we will work until and there's no end to that. It's just we will work until we find, you know, whatever it is that you need. Um, your, you know, your classes that you're going to, you didn't want to take, you know, PE. You really wanted to take pre-calc. 
that's never happened. But um, <laughs> but that is that is not our main purpose. That is administrative stuff that just kind of happens to fall under our job um, description. Description, unfortunately, 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 whatever. Um, you know, but that is not what we sought out to be counselors for. Um, and, you know, we don't come to work every single day feeling our 100% best. I, I mean, if you do, True. then more power to you. But <laughs> That's unreasonable for, <laughs> to, to ask of a, of a yes. human being yes. to always feel yes. that way. Yeah, your, your teachers are not 100% every single day. And so, mm-hmm. you know, again, it's, it's every day you figuring out what it is, whether it's something internal or external that you can utilize to get to that point where you can function sometimes you are just functioning sometimes you are thriving and surviving and succeeding and living the dream and sometimes you're just surviving and that's okay um now there needs to be more days of of happiness than sadness to just kind of balance out but but being sad not being 100 percent, that is okay strive to get there but you don't have to be that 100% because Lord knows I am not. That's an excellent, both, both, again, just the duality of, of how you guys are saying what needs to be said, honestly. I, I, I really do feel like when me and Jack were talking about what um, the next episode would be, we really, we, it was the choice between talking to like music um, mm-hmm. leaders mm-hmm. and uh, you guys and we really just wanted to stress that you know mental health is probably at at the forefront of yeah. what conversations should be it felt like we we needed to yeah and maybe continue to do <laughs> <laughs> you know on different levels just because i think that having those constant reminders would be beneficial mm-hmm. yeah all right so this is one thing i really wanted to know from you two is. Oh wait, no! I want to ask this question. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I looked was, at it. I know. I was uh, like, it's such a good. I was question. like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, saw, I looked at the question. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, oh, that's a that was your question. I was like, that's such a good question. I want to okay. ask that. Okay, <laughs> so I'll on. ask this question instead um, to Ms. Forte. Um, do you believe academic excellence and good mental health are connected? And if so, what are some ways as a school we can achieve and maintain both? They are definitely connected. And, and and to see it not connected, I don't know who could say that. Because even if I move away from young people, and I'm talking about just an adult in the workforce, how can you perform at your best when you're going through a life trauma, tragedy, situation, you're sick in your body? We even understand in a practical way that if we're not sick, we cannot come to work to perform. Am I correct? Mm -hmm. Students, if you're sick, you have the flu, you have COVID, you have COVID days, you're at home, you do not come to school. That is legitimate. We understand that we cannot do that. If we are walking through any situation that is emotionally um, painful, walking through situations in our life, it's very hard now to focus on getting an A, doing your best. And that's why we have to communicate. I'm going right back to communicate. Communicating to your teachers. Telling your teachers, you know, you don't have to divulge into every single situation that's going on in your life, but you can go on the canvas and email your teacher and just say, hey, I am walking through some personal family crisis. 
Um, and I would like to see if I can, you know, um, get some um, leeway in this assignment. And, and can you direct me in the right direction to talk to a counselor? I honestly believe teachers at Broken Arrow would be more than supportive to help that because what teacher in this school um, is at a place where they don't need grace themselves. Yeah. We all walk through trying times. They're definitely connected. Your academic performance, your athletic performance is directly connected to your mental health. You feel great, you perform great. You feel a mess, you give a mess. Um, so I um, <laughs> can say that for myself. Um, <laughs> You know, and I know that sometimes we still do good when we're walking through trying times. And I just want to applaud those um, young people who are still performing great and you're walking through something difficult in your life and you're still giving your best. But that is not sometimes um, a, the norm. Sometimes we see a, fluctua a fluctuation in grades when you're walking through something hard. So it's for those of you who are still doing great, we applaud you. Um, but for those of you who are not, we totally understand. Uh, validation. I think I think all of that, what you just said, falls. It's just it's a blanket of validation mm -hmm. in everything. And that is yeah. that's an excellent answer. Absolutely. Yeah. Ms. Green? So having, I, I have a bachelor's degree in psychology. And so I've, I've studied a lot about, you know, the, the mental health um, part of life. And one of my favorite um, illustrations is Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. And if you've never heard about it or know what it is, by all means, look at it. Because it just makes, even to the most uneducated person, it's going to make sense. Because in order, to, in order to reach your higher levels of potential, academic excellence, you have to have certain needs met. You have to have physiological needs met. You have to have, yes. be able to, you know, to be able to, um, you have to be healthy and, and, you know, physically healthy. You have to uh, have food, water, shelter, yes. and all of this stuff. Yeah, go off. That's why, <laughs> that's why I have snacks in my office. Now, that is not an invite. <laughs> Because I don't We'll have, take that part out. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, but, but right. honestly, I mean, I think most adults in this building do have access to that type of thing where, you know, hey, you hungry? I, yeah. You can't learn. I can't learn. Right. I mean, I, I need my Snickers or something because <laughs> I'm just not myself when I'm, again, not sponsored by Snickers either. Yes, they right. are not sponsored. Please don't right. sue us. Right. We, right. we are broke high school students. <laughs> Please. <laughs> it was but, a joke. Right, right, right. I have many different snacks, not that. But, um, yes. but you know, if, if you feel unsafe, if at home things aren't right, if you feel like when you go home things aren't going to be safe, um, you cannot reach that next level. Um, if you don't feel like you belong to the community or to the class or – to your family, if you don't feel a sense of belonging, you can't reach that next level. Um, and it, you know, it goes on. It's, it's um, to, to start to even to be able to use your cognitive skills, all of these other things have to be met. And so, you know, mental health is huge. If you feel like something is wrong in your mind, 
then yeah, you're not going to be able to learn the Pythagorean theorem or whatever it is. Oh my goodness, I love that. Can, can you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll take that clip and we'll put it on replay. I I said and that many times when I taught math. Is if you <laughs> you know if you don't, if I am more concerned about your your biological, physical, your personal mental needs than I am about you leading, le learning the Pythagorean theorem, which was one of my favorite things to teach. I loved it. Jack can attest to that, even though he probably would roll his eyes. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm just going to, yeah, no, go ahead. I, I, yeah. But you, ha you have to, I mean, you cannot retain the information that you need to retain in order to pass the classes. And that's just on a high school level. I mean, but once you get into the business world, you know, if you are struggling with your mental health, you're not going to necessarily be successful, not, you know, just academically, but just in life. That's very insightful. Very, very insightful. <laughs> Again, I just, I, I, I'll, I'll stop talking. Go ahead, Jack, <laughs> because I could, I could go on and praise all day. I, that's one of my favorite things to do. So you just, you just go on ahead. All right, so I think we and Ethan decide that this one will be about the last question for the serious topic, and then we're gonna roll into the game. You know, get to oh know my each God. other. Yes, get to know our counselors because I know y'all don't stop by their offices <laughs> unless <laughs> unless you need that schedule change. Unless right. you need that schedule change. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And who knows, this will also help humanize you so people will feel comfortable. <laughs> it's so true. Well, it's I agree. It's because, you know, they say yes. there's the counselors, but it's like they don't know the counselors. That's on that so true. Yeah, that's level. true. We are the robots that change the schedules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good chance to get to I was supposed to be in basketball. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> What's that lady? What's that lady's name? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I've heard that. So let's see. I think uh, the question I really wanted to ask, which I thought what he was going to ask, was... Uh, is the best way to combat the demoralizing stigmas revolving around teenage mental health. So I'm interested. We'll start with you. Forte. Sorry. And too, I was actually looking at that question. I was trying to answer that question mm -hmm. earlier and demoralizing it. I, again, I feel like it's looked at as you have a, something's wrong if you need counseling. And we definitely have to just um, break that by speaking up. And I'm going to say this. Sometimes people actually receive counseling more than you think, but you don't know because they refuse to share it because they feel like if I share it, what will you think of me? We need to allow people. First, I want to talk to those who are going through counseling. You might need to make a decision to share it with a friend or say it casually. When I went to counseling yesterday in your conversation, start throwing it in your conversation so we can normalize it. You cannot keep something on this magnitude a secret when we're dealing with a generation of young people where suicide rates are high. It's high in middle school. It's high in high school. It went up during the COVID um, two years. Um, so we have to talk about it and we have to, you know, share. If you are going to a therapist, you know, make a joke about it to break the ice. You know, look, I love going to therapy. And, you know, sometimes someone is like, what? <laughs> you know, talk about it like you talk like you like ice cream. And it will change the mindset of your friends, 
of your family, people around you, and it'll cause them to think, you know what, well, maybe I'm going to go as well. And I'm telling you, people will change if they see everyone is doing it. If you put out a T-shirt out there and you throw it on Rihanna, everybody's going to do it because Rihanna's doing it. Get out there. And, and if you're, you know, you know you're a young person of influence. You know you're popular. Say something that can help your generation and shift the mindset and say, you know what, I'm so grateful for my counselor. I'm so grateful that I go to therapy and watch how that will affect your peers. You know, people are looking to someone. They're looking for leaders. They're looking for someone to help them in hard times. And why not you? Why not you? The young people that are listening to this podcast, why why won't you be the person that changed the tide? Um, we're all looking for hope. And I believe that we are full of young people at Broken Arrow High School that can change the trajectory of what we're seeing in society. Be the change that you want to see. Yes. Yeah. Back. Also, we are not sponsored by Rihanna. Please. <laughs> Again, we are broke high school students. And she was making and she was giving an analogy. So yes. Yes. we we're not sponsored. Anyway. Rihanna, you want to sponsor? But if you wanted to, we are very open and our DMs are open. BHS Pulse on Instagram. Come um, on, Riri. Come on, girl. <laughs> help, help us out. <laughs> Um, okay, so I love that question, and, and I love it because it kind of, um, it, it kind of, and I can't even think of the word I'm trying to come up with, but um, it, I feel it in my soul, because when I was going <laughs> through my master's program, one of our professors said, hey, as you're going through this program, you're going to probably need counseling. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I was I like, mean, I, yeah. And I was like, what? No, not me. I'm normal. Like, I, <laughs> why would I need count? Oh, Lord. Because that's the, that's the stigma yes, against it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that has been the case. And, you know, as soon as I thought that, it was like, wow, girl, you're going into a, a, a profession in which you are saying, well, I don't need that because I don't have problems. Oh, yeah, I got problems. And the sooner that we are willing to step up and say, I I know what you mean. Um, mm -hmm. You know, typically if a student comes and talks to me, I don't say I know how you feel because I don't, because I'm not you, because I don't live your life. And I don't have the same, you know, things going on in my life that you have. I may have experienced a similar situation, but I can't know how you feel. Mm -hmm. um, I will empathize with you to the best of my ability, but knowing how you feel, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that because I don't. Um, so, you know, we've got to feel safe in talking to our counselors that, you know, what we say, and, and, and I usually um, will say, you know, it, I am not going to share what you tell me Absolutely. unless there is a um, threat, threat of harm to yourself, to someone else, or to, um, well, just any kind of threat. Right. <laughs> like, you know, if it has to be reported, I, you know, we are mandated reporters, and so therefore if there's something that we have to legally report, we will. Um, but otherwise, no, you're, you're talking to a safe place because I would want to know if I'm talking to a counselor that what I say is protected. Um, that was, that was something that was real hard in, in, in my, um, 
schooling was that, you know, I was always afraid of something I said was going to get out and then potentially be turned against me or even maybe what I said be, um, I don't know, made, I don't know. There's just different versions of what you say. I mean, you, that can be turned into. Um, so I, I absolutely agree with Ms. Forte in that, you know, we have to have student leaders and every single student out there is a potential leader. You get yes. to choose whether or not you're a leader by stepping up and taking the lead. I mean, you know, the leader in a race is the first person in the race. Well, you want to be a leader in your situation? Well, yeah. step up and take the lead. Step up. And that's exactly what you do. And and as that person, you know, be comfortable um you know, you don't have to make it a point of constantly talking about your visit to your therapist, but, you know, just at least make that a normal situation. When I went to the dentist the other day and got my teeth clean, okay, well, I mean, you, you're not always talking about that, but it should be as normal as talking about going to get your teeth right. cleaned. Because if you're not going to get your teeth cleaned every few months, then, ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you, and that that's a really good analogy as well. Every six months. Yeah. Six every months, six yes. months. Yes, yes ma'am. Please. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hygiene is your friend. Yes, it is. Yep. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for your insight. Oh, we have two very, very, very intelligent and eloquent young women. Young, young women yeah. working for BA. And clearly students and our know office. a lot. I mean, clearly our our, our hosts here are quite um you know we're uh, just the messenger uh, y'all, 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 y'all well, i'm just saying all y'all saying is true so we are going to play a little get to know you so that if students do come in your office they you know know you're a human being too again going back to the whole they're, they're not just scheduled robots they're people who have been through life experiences. So we're going to talk about some of those. So we're going to start back over here with you, Ms. Forte. What school did you go to, high school and college? Wonderful. Well, I'm originally from Chicago. Oh, my goodness. Me too. Yes. No way. I am. I am. South side. Yes, ma'am. I'm from the south suburbs. Yeah. No way. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I'm a Chicago girl. And um, born and raised there. Came to... um, Oklahoma in 92 to go to Oral Roberts University, got my undergrad in broadcast journalism, my master's in counseling, and just um, enjoyed um, Oklahoma. It's a different from Chicago, night and day, very city life. Yeah, <laughs> very. Wow. But I've grown to love it because it's a great place to raise a family. And it's a slower pace, but it's a great place. Very community oriented. And so I have been enjoying Oklahoma. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. We're gonna have to talk after this. Hold on. <laughs> once the once the mics are off. Yeah. Yes, yes, what about yes. you, Miss Green? Well, I lived in Chicago for a little while. Really? <laughs> yeah. Chicago Jack, get I'm with the, the program. You're all Chicago natives. So. I'm not a native. I am an Oki. Born and raised here. I graduated um, from Catoosa High School, uh, just a little north of here. Um, and then I went to Oklahoma State University. Go Pokes. And <laughs> if you've been in my office, you can't deny that. 
Um, and then got my master's degree in counseling at Southwestern Oklahoma State University in Weatherford. Wow. That's amazing. The energy at Oklahoma State is electric. Yeah. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. All right. This question I wrote, and I was really excited about this. I want to ask, uh, uh, what shows do you guys like and that you believe have the best representation of mental health? Now, this is an open debate question yeah. <laughs> because I love talking about this. And so I'm a, I, I'll, we'll let you go first. But, oh, my goodness, I just oh, and I know you I guys hear it. love this question. I'm like, oh, my God, I needed this question last night. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, I am very um, a Netflix person and pop on Netflix, Hulu to try to find a program. I'm not mm. as dedicated to a whole bunch of shows. I'm a Netflix person that pop up and want to see what's out and watch some great shows. And I doubt if a lot of them are, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't, I don't know if it's as great for your mental health besides The Resident is a hospital um, show. And I watched that, my husband and I, but the rest of the things I was watching last night will not be for mental health, Hunger Games. Who wow. I mean, <laughs> if, if anything, it'll make you traumatic, lose your mind, <laughs> you know, the things that i you know, been watching. So I think you may want to skip over Mrs. Forte. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. She you says, know. I like to be entertained when right. I go home. I don't you want to deal with my right. work life. Over I'm watching shows and cracking up at home, and I'm not sure if that'll be great mental health. <laughs> Ms. Green? Yeah, well, yeah, Ms. Green. So I don't have the attention span to watch movies. <laughs> <laughs> However, I, I've really been analyzing this question as Miss Forte has been talking, enjoying her answer, but also thinking, I don't know if I want to share <laughs> because most of my TV viewing um, is I'm watching shows about serial killers. Hey, that's a, our, our, now la that, our last podcast was over the forensics. You know what? We did have, right. we just so. brought in a serial killer expert. Wow. <laughs> so, so, I, I yes. legit, I, yes. I absolutely could almost tell you everything about every serial killer out there. I love watching shows about <laughs> unsolved murders and, and you know, yeah, my, my boyfriend gets a little nervous sometimes watching TV <laughs> with me because I'm like, oh, girl, that is not how you get away with it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, no, no. So, um, you know, I found a community of people that actually enjoy this. So it made me feel a little bit better about myself because I was a little concerned about what I was doing. Did you watch you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. No, if you can watch you, you can watch Only Murders in the Building. Well, it's right down your so alley. So my daughter, who is in college, she introduced me to you. And um, she was like, Mama, it's really inappropriate. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I'll watch it. Just I'll just skip over those parts. So, <laughs> I didn't, but she thinks I did. I hope she doesn't find like, the podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or I hope she doesn't find the podcast. <laughs> I love you, Morgan. You get a text away. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, <laughs> so from that, uh, what do you feel the school as a whole can do better toward mental health? That's great. We all can do better, right? I mean, we all have room for improvement. And I feel we can do better in getting the word out. 
I think that coming to Broken Arrow High School as a um, ninth grader transitioning into a bigger high school with 10th graders, 11th and 12th graders, it's very easy to feel like, what's going on here? Um, what programs do we have? And I know we do morning announcements, but just like this podcast is getting the word out, we maybe need to do more um, in our morning announcements on the TV program, on um, advertising on the walls, just like we have on the walls um, all throughout the year, not just mental health week or suicide prevention week, or, or, you know, blood pressure week or whatever. You know, or, <laughs> when it Red ribbon. Red yes. ribbon week. And, you know, maybe we need to keep it up all year round like we do tutoring for math. I know when I walk around the building, I see the sign for tutoring all year round. And maybe we need to have some more picture, um, bright um, uh, photos all around the school all year round. I'm talking about this green is kind of shaking her hand at that one health. And, and, and I think this is what I was saying earlier. We have to normalize it, not just a week, but it's, it's a conversation all the time because I feel young people and adults, everyone, we don't choose a week that we just want to be down. It happens, right? It can happen in the spring. It can happen in the March. Why will we just have in, in the winter time, prevention week let's have prevention all year round because we want to normalize it so I feel like we can talk about it more advertise it more and just have it everywhere all the time so we can understand that this is something that is very important to us as a school and we want to create um, an atmosphere for you to be able to um, touch us and connect with us so you can get help that's an awesome answer. That's amazing, yeah. I, I heard this quote one time, you and Miss Forte said something about, you know, we do a good job. I, I think we do a good job. But I also, this quote came to me, and I've just, it's, it's stuck with me. The biggest enemy of great is good. So we do mm-hmm. a good job. And when you do a good job, sometimes there's no motivation to do more, to do better. Mm-hmm. And, and I think absolutely we could do better. Better. Um, it, you know, and it has to do with, you know, our leaders of the school. If there aren't natural leaders, well, guess what? Our seniors, our seniors, our leaders. Mm-hmm. I mean, natural leaders. Um, maybe they don't feel like it, but, you know, if you remember back to when you were a sophomore and junior, you probably looked up to those seniors. Yes. It has to do with the teachers speaking up and making it okay to to talk about and to um you know to remember that that is a huge part of success in the classroom in life and and um so you know let's quit being good and let's do better when you know better you do better that's right yes that's That's awesome yeah um to go back to what you were saying i have seen some of the signs up of uh, mental health awareness, like the you know you're you know you're worthy, you're loved, you're cared for. I've seen that around, and that and it's amazing because I'm like this is the first year I have ever seen oh, wow. <laughs> as a three year senior. I'm like this is the first time I've ever seen like you know these signs up, and you know wow. some of them can be corny and you know yeah. cliche a little bit, but at the same time, like yeah. also 
that could have helped somebody yes. that was that that may have felt that way. So mm-hmm. you know, as cliche as it can be, sometimes, yeah. sometimes some people may need cliche, right. especially when you're you know, yeah. in a low 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 area. So Absolutely. I know Miss Moore's class did some signs um, for suicide prevention, and they were brilliant. Yes. They were wonderful, and. Um, so, you know, and I'm and I'm not sure if it was um, a part of the curriculum or if she just decided to do it, but there's nothing stopping you from doing it. Anyone. Yeah. I feel like seeing those, like, or the suicide prevention, like, that's probably what helps inspire us into having this, like, discussion, the, the, like, to bring you guys yeah. on, is that's seeing awesome. that and being like, the school wants to talk about it, so we want to talk about it, too. Oh, good. Yeah, get the word out more. That's yeah. good to know. <laughs> yeah. She's you got to she is cheesing hard. <laughs> that man. No. Yes. Well, I think that just about wraps it up, young ladies. <laughs> young ladies Stop. of the Brook Narrow <laughs> Counselor's <Stop>. office. <laughs> so, let's end it with letting students know where they can find you at. Absolutely. My name is Gwendolyn Forte. Don't call me Gwendolyn. (laughs) And you could reach me in Office B. This year, I get the privilege of working with sophomores, um, letters GR through O with the last name. And um, come over to Office B. Even if you're not a sophomore, we actually have a rocking good office. Our office is really, you know, amazing. We have amazing secretaries. Um, We have... um, Mr. Metcalf in there. Of course, he deals with attendance, but he is rocking the house with us. We have Tracy Green. We have Mr. Starr. And we are the most rockinest office in the school. So please come and visit us. I know Miss Green is going to want to say her office is rocking. But trust me, you can ask anyone in our office. We have an amazing office. I'm telling you, man. Come visit Office B. I'm Mrs. Forte. I'm in Office B. Come and see me. Got a little rivalry going. Rival offices yeah. going. You should see them. She's getting ready. Yeah. No, actually, actually, I'm going to say I, I agree with her. She does have an amazing office. I go over there myself. I like to visit. I like everyone there. They're good people. They're fun to talk to. I mean, I I visit myself sometimes. I because we of my her. because of my short attention span. I have, to, I have to step away from my desk every now and then, and so I I go visit them. But I also visit the other offices. Yes. I am in Office A, and we have a phenomenal office. I yes. love my people in my office. Yes. We are a little family. Yes. Um, we're all very close and and love each other most of the time. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and I have seniors with the last names that begin with P through Z, but here's the deal. It doesn't matter yeah. who you are. You yes. can come visit any office. And if yeah. we can't help you or if, you know, if another student comes to see me, I will refer them to their counselor, but I will also talk to them just if they're more comfortable talking to me. I'm happy yes. to talk mm-hmm. to them because, you know, this, the students, they're ours. Yes. They are ours. And yes. it's it's not my students and your students. It's our students. And so yes. your well-being is of utmost importance to me yes. and to any other um, adult, I dare to say, in, in the building. So. And I would like to add on 
to something she just said. If you come to our office and um, you have a need, we understand that we can't meet every need. So we actually have access to licensed professional counselors that are assigned to Broken Arrow High School that can help you and take you to your next level. We know what we can do. We know what we can offer, but we also could connect you to that resource. If you want to meet with a licensed professional counselor or a therapist, we can connect you with someone that you can meet with on a weekly basis at the school during your, not your core class hours. We'll try to get you through an elective to connect with them. And a lot of people don't know that and want you to know that. That's amazing. Isn't so it? like, that's, oh, go sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say <laughs> that that's like amazing that you guys are like, because I know I've been here for a while and I never knew that. So it's just, oh, gr- wow. that's great to know. I'm glad I mm-hmm. said it. I'm glad you said it too. <laughs> I, I, I wish that we could, you know, there's, there's nine grade level counselors and so there's three in each office, but you know, there are 4,000 students. Yeah. And so, you know, we're kind of stretched thin, but you know, yes. we also know priorities. We can, we can definitely, um, priority, prioritize certain situations, um, if you come to us with something that really needs to be dealt with right then and there, then everything else gets dropped and we will take care of it. So yes. um, we, you know, your well-being mentally, physically, um, emotionally, uh, academically, that's what we're there for. So don't, you know, I mean, you want to know where to to pay your lunch dues? Well, I don't know right offhand, but I guarantee you I know. <laughs> Yeah. So Miss Forte in B, Miss Green also in B, but she, <laughs> no, but but she, <laughs> but she's a. based in A. Yes. 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 They, they accept me over there. <laughs> we, do, we do. We love Miss Green. So yeah, um, that will wrap us up for the Pulse Podcast episode three with Miss Forte and Miss Green. Um, if you or someone you know it needs help or um, is self harming, then you can call. 1-800-273-8255 um, or stop by Miss Forte and Miss Green's office. Thank you guys for listening and we will see you later. I'm Ethan. I'm Jack. And we are out.